Hi everyone, my name is David Birnbaum. Welcome to The Safe Space. With me today is Alex Meinzinger. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. So we've known each other for quite a while now and when we first started knowing each other you were dating a guy and I believe you identified as straight at the time. No, I didn't. No, you actually. didn't. Okay, so how does that feel right <laughs> off the bat? I guess we'll start there. Like most of you know, our friend group that I talked to, we all assumed you were straight. Yeah, and I think most of my uh, friends who hadn't known me for too long or didn't know me that intimately assumed I was straight too. And, and how does that feel? How did that feel at the time and how does it feel in retrospect as well? Um, it was always kind of weird, I guess, for me because, you know, mainly, I guess, when LGBT issues come up, um, I'm not seen as a member of that community. Um, mm. And so as someone who identifies as bisexual, uh, it was kind of weird, I guess, trying to navigate those conversations, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so now that you're dating a, a woman, mm -hmm. have you found, well, like it's a more evident that you're part of that community, <laughs> but there's, do you find it still often like people assume you're a lesbian now? Uh, yeah, I get that assumption a lot. And people will still call me a lesbian even if they know that I'm bisexual also, which is kind of funny, but... Uh, so you, you say it's funny, most people that I, like, I, from what I understand, most people would view that as offensive, right? Yeah, um, and I mean, it can, I guess, be problematic, but the people who assume I'm a lesbian or who call me a lesbian, I think, aren't doing it in any ill faith mm -hmm. or with ill intent. Um, usually it's more in, like, making lesbian jokes. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing but what do you feel about the the idea that you know there's no such thing as bisexual right like you hear that a lot especially about yeah. men I've heard and I don't yeah. know if it's the same for women it's actually kind of funny because with men people are like oh you're not bisexual you're just gay and you're yeah like not coming to terms with it with yourself with women it's kind of an opposite thing where it's you're oh, just you, experimenting yeah you're just like or you're trying to get attention from men by kissing girls in the club, like mm. that kind of thing. Yeah. That's kind of the assumption. It's interesting how it's like the opposite assumption. Like the default assumption is different. Yeah. Right? I kind of like to make the joke, it's just like apparently no one believes people could really be into women, is like based on how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just like, oh no, everyone's into men. Well, it's also but, like it, it kind of shows how women are just like, let's say, straight women or when you're figuring stuff out, yeah. women are allowed to experiment. They're yeah. like, you know, a woman can do lots with another woman, but they're still just testing it out. Whereas if a guy kisses a guy, they're gay. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's very clearly shows that sexuality is viewed differently for the two. Yeah, I think that's like very true. Um, and I think women, uh, you tend to see a bit more fluidity of sexuality with women where women are willing to experiment a lot more. And even like a lot of lesbians I know um, are very open to experimenting with men. But I think um, a lot of the men I know who like gay, straight, bi, whatever, are a bit more uh, rigid in their sexuality. So there's just less gay, straight, not bi. Less but, fluidity yeah. is seen as allowed in for males, perhaps. I, I think I think it's just like I'm, I mean I'm I'm not a guy, so I don't really know. But like my feeling has always been that um, there's a certain um, allowance given to women to play around and have more fun with their sexuality than men. Okay. Like, uh, if do you mind sharing a bit about how you kind of discovered you weren't tra like the traditional straight yeah. 
female. Yeah, I uh, I was talking about this a little bit last night actually because I always kind of had an attraction to girls, or but I didn't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, and I couldn't tell if it was like, is this a real attraction or is this just something I'm making up? Yeah. And especially through high school, I sort of like I knew it's not like I didn't know that lesbians and bisexuals existed. Mm-hmm. I knew that people like that existed in the world. But in my head, I was like, there's just no possible way that I could, like, the chances of me being lesbian or bisexual are just so slim that, mm. like, I definitely am not. Yeah. <laughs> just because of, like, the probability of it in yeah. my head. I was like, this is just, this, like, what are the chances? <laughs> Instead of, like, listening to myself and yeah. my thoughts and my feelings and uh, going from there. So it wasn't until I was in university that I came out and really came to terms with it with myself. But, uh, it was kind of a long time coming, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think a part of that was also like my community in high school. The um, like there was a um, a gay straight alliance in my school, but uh, I wasn't like friends with a lot of the people in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which sounds kind of weird. But like like I, d- I just didn't have any friends there, and so I never hung out with those people, yeah. and so I didn't have the same I guess open and welcoming community. Not that my high school friends weren't open and welcoming, mm-hmm. um, because they were actually like I think like two of my close friends in high school have since come out as bi also, um, but uh, I just didn't have that like I guess perceived welcoming bubble yeah. in high school. So I'm sorry to hear that, but it's good that you <laughs> got that in university. Yeah. Uh, at the when you you know got that and and had this let's call it greater realization about yourself. Um, Was it difficult or was it pretty like, you were pretty accepting of yourself immediately? Um, That was actually kind of surprising to me because I, like I had always grown up, um, I I was fairly religious in high school, but even when I was religious, I like was um, always pretty firm in my belief that like, it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, mm. everyone is great, be yourself, yeah. yay. Kind yeah. of like, so it was actually kind of interesting to me that I had sort of like a fear, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and like a, like a weird worry as I was coming to terms with myself, and like, yeah. like it was, it, 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 it was kind of hard, and it was, um, I don't know. Like, it it was hard to, like, really, like, I had to really remind myself that everything was fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. But, again, it's good, you know, that we're here now. Yes. Um, Did you find your friends were very supportive or was the gut reaction kind of this, oh, you're probably a lesbian, like, you're not bi? Um, Most of my friends were very supportive. I had uh, a couple... Or a few friends. Um, I don't even know if I'd say a few. Like it's really one or two. Um, one person I remember when I first came out. Um, it wasn't too long after I'd first come out, and he said something along the lines of, um, "But you're like a lot more into men, though, right? Like you're like you're you're more, mostly straight, mm. kind of thing." Um, which was a bit jarring because like no one wants to discuss their sexual or like I I mean I do now but yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of fun doing it yeah but it's but like at that time like I didn't really want to like lay out my sexual attraction to yeah. 
people yeah. in full detail. But I also kind of like wanted to defend myself. Mm -hmm. And it's weird that it feels like I have to defend myself. Yeah. Like my sexuality yeah. to people. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. One thing like I've been surprised kind of by how many of my friends have told me they're bi recently. Yeah. Um, and one thing that we talk about, because I have a very open relationship with them as well, is we, we do talk about like what percentage yeah. do they think. And like, you know, I'm an engineer by education, so I just, I find that yeah. interesting, especially if they have that self-awareness. Yeah. So you don't have to give me your answer, but have you thought about that for yourself as well? Do you like, because it, it's pretty difficult, I would say, to be exactly 50-50. Yeah, um, and I think it's kind of hard to tell. Is how I feel because like I think I one of my uh, <laughs> one of my friends I was in a show recently and um, one of the people in the show went around and they got a little a bunch of little like slips of paper and put on it um, what percent gay are you mm. basically and passed it around to the whole cast yeah because they wanted to get an anonymous survey of what like percentage gay is the cast as an aggregate yeah um and so we were all were talking about this a lot actually yeah. and i think i put on the paper 55 okay um but it's just so hard to tell i think because you know i it, it, it's a lot about how i like at least my attraction tends to be based a lot on how once i like start to get to know someone a lot mm -hmm. more that's when i I guess experience attraction more strongly so yeah. it's really hard to just be like oh out of everyone i know like what percentage of people yeah am i attracted to yeah well that's like, the that's the most interesting thing for me about the conversation generally is that it's based mostly around sex like sexual yeah. attraction right yeah. so you can kind of say that but the average person isn't of any sexuality isn't just attracted yeah. to sex Right. And so it, it is confusing in that way. Like it doesn't really make sense. But again, people like like pure sexual attraction is mm -hmm. like the easiest to understand. Yeah. Right. There's the less the least amount of like ambiguity. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, would you would you bang this person? It's like, well, maybe if they were nice. Yeah. <laughs> like... What do you think about like from my perspective, it seems that women are more attractive than men, right? Mm -hmm. Like just generally. Yeah. And you know, there's, I'm sure we could talk for days about why that is, but that is how I see it. So yeah. do you think that influences, you know, it generally? I think, um, I think that women are more sexualized in culture, in our culture specifically than men are. Um, and I think that 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 actually added to a lot of my confusion when I was trying to figure out my sexuality because mm. I couldn't tell if I was like, am I actually attracted to women or is it just these like very sexual images that I see that make me think that I am. Yeah. Um, but I think that men and women are both very attractive. I yeah. think that like just there's this one show um, me and a friend are really into uh, it's not a good show. <laughs> it's just objectively, like, not quality television. Yeah. But we joke, because um, we're both, like, I, I think she identifies as pan um, or bi. I don't, I'm not sure. But uh, we're just, like, everyone on this show is attractive. Yeah. Just, like, all the men are very attractive. All yeah. the women are very attractive. It's just full of, like, aggressively attractive people. Yeah. Um, it's but, great. Yeah. 
One other question I have around like your partners, like there's this stereotype of when someone is dating a bi person, mm -hmm. they don't trust them as much mm -hmm. because well, like I'm only half of what you want, right? Like, have you yeah. found your partners having that, you know, harder time trusting you? Uh, I haven't. I also don't know that I would date someone who had a hard time trusting me like that. Um, what do you, well, it's, I'm, it's, I'm but, glad to hear that. <laughs> uh, but how, so what do you think of it generally then? Because that, that is a stereotype that, yeah, I mean, here. I mean, to me, that's like, I don't know, if I'm, like, if I'm attracted to someone and if I want to be with someone, then it should, like, it shouldn't matter, mm -hmm. you know? It, 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 that's, to me, is kind of like saying, well, like, everyone maybe has a type, like, say, you're into brunettes or something like that, and you're dating a blonde girl. Like, it doesn't mean you're just going to leave her once a brunette shows up. Yeah. Even. And, and even if I'm only into women, there's you know, like so many there's women in the so world. many of them, <laughs> right? So, like, if you're going from, you know, three billion options to yeah. six billion options, it's really not a significant change, right? Yeah. So, but, <laughs> all right, that's fair enough. Uh, shifting gears a bit, if, if you're comfortable, I'd love to hear kind of about, you know, your family has kind of gone through some stuff around sexuality as well. So I'd love to hear a bit about that and how it impacted you on your journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess I have a pretty gay family. Uh, my dad came out a few years ago, uh, which has been a journey for everyone. Mm. Um, but it was actually a really, uh, I guess in terms of my sexuality, it was a really validating experience for me mm -hmm. because I think especially like, especially as someone who identifies as bisexual, um, even after I came out in university, there was a pretty big part of me that kind of always felt like I was maybe lying to myself okay. or to people. Like it took me a long time to really just like trust myself and believe myself mm -hmm. um, and when my dad came out it, it kind of felt like like there's a like obviously there were some struggles through that but um, for me it just sort of felt like okay yeah this is like really who I am like seeing yeah. my father come out just like made me feel like yes this is who I am this is like I need to own this. I need to like really, um, like it was like the last stage I think in accepting my sexuality, mm -hmm. um, which wasn't that long. Like that was two years ago, I yeah. think. Yeah. So. Yeah. And were there conflicted feelings as well? Because you know, as much as you'd want to support your dad, mm -hmm. what were the feelings around? Like, well, he lied to your mom. Yeah. And well, I'm himself as well, obviously, yeah. it could not have been an easy thing and like, that, that generation at large. Yeah, I think for me, overall, I was just really sad. Um, I kind of wanted to be angry with him, but I couldn't be. Um, like, I, like, on his side, you think about, like, he had been 
know, in the closet for so long and like not being himself for so long. And I think people kind of like, obviously not a lot of people, but I think some people maybe kind of downplay the impact that it has on your mental health. Mm-hmm. But like pretending to be someone you're not and pretending to even like be attracted to someone like or that you're not attracted to. Like if you've ever been in a really drawn out relationship where at the end you're like not into the person anymore and you're trying to find a way to end it, but you like yeah. pretend you are like like that doing that for so long or doing like obviously him and my mom had a friendly relationship, like they had a good relationship, but it wasn't I guess the relationship that he like needed did. or yeah. yeah. Um and then on my mom's side it's like, well I think everyone has no one has a hard time empathizing with my mom. Like Yeah. She has been through the ringer. Um and I'm very proud to be her daughter. Like she like I've always known that my mom was a strong woman, uh, but just seeing her these past uh, couple years has really empathi- emphasized that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you found that the the process of your dad coming out brought you closer with him and your mom, or one in particular? I feel like it actually brought me closer with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I'm, not that me and my dad aren't close, but I, when he came out, I really just felt like I had to do my best to be there for her. Because mm-hmm. um, my dad has a partner now, um, and we kind of all thought he did then also, mm-hmm. but uh, but my mom is now on her own. She has her dog, uh, which yeah. is very cute. But, uh, so I, I think both me and my sister really just wanted to be there for her. Yeah. And so I spent a lot more time with her than I was before, mm-hmm. uh, which is really good, I think. Yeah, yeah. But when you look at, you know, the experience now, there's this idea that our generation has it much easier. They have the ability to find themselves mm-hmm. in university, let's say, and, you know, there are these supportive communities. And But in contrast, you know, your dad is, you know, older doesn't have to give as many craps let's say (laughs) just like with age so like what's your perspective on the differences and the similarities between his experience now and your experience um i feel like his is still like just so much harder to me i with him i just can't imagine or i guess i can't imagine and that's kind of why it feels so intense to me but the like he had been in his specific case he had been i guess living a lie for what 26 years or so um and i think probably when he first got married to my mom he like believed that he in like that he was attracted to her and he believed in their marriage um but uh and i feel like like if you've ever told like even a little lie and had it get away from you and had it become this giant thing that you need to break out of. Mm. Like a 26 year long marriage is a lot to break with. Yeah. By coming out. Mm. Like that's, I just can't imagine I would be like, it would probably take me 26 years to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like it would, I would have, I'm, I'm the kind of person who is really conflict avoidant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I probably get that from my dad <laughs> and so 
Like, that just seems so intense to me. Kids these days also, I find, um, I, like, I'm, I do a lot of theater stuff. I'm around a lot of kids. Um, like, not like children, children, but teenagers. Because mm. there are a lot of crazy talented teenagers around these days. And some of my friends that I made in university also do theater with me. Um, mm. One of my friends, he's one of the gayest people I know, you could say. Yeah. Um, he's wonderful, I love him to pieces. Um, but you kind of, you talk to him, like, he, and it's kind of obvious that he's gay. Like, he, he is very gay. Um, yeah. and he didn't come out until university mm-hmm. and when like like kids today like these teenagers are coming out in high school so much more often yeah um, it's not like even when I was in high school there weren't that many out gay kids yeah in my high school I believe there was like one that people knew yeah. was gay and out of you know 2,000 students. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is like in these formative years, it's so much easier to find information about your sexuality and about coming to terms with your sexuality. And you have a lot more role models mm-hmm. too, like especially in like you look at the YouTube space or like that kind of space. There's so many LGBT role models for kids these days. Yeah. I think it really makes it um, a lot easier to kind of figure yourself out. Which I think is great. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Do you think there? It's unfortunate that there's because you know the older generations have the same opportunities through YouTube to mm-hmm. be role models for each other and and to be mm-hmm. public, but there still seems to be this quiet around it. Yeah, and I feel like that's maybe a culture, like just a culture thing, like the way that they were raised and the way that their generation was. Like there's all, I mean, there's a lot of very open-minded people of that generation too. And I think that they're becoming more open-minded, but sometimes, like, I don't know, even the thing, weird things my mom fixates on, like, I was at a wedding yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, the bride, who's a friend of mine, had um, a man of honor mm-hmm. instead of a maid of honor, who mm-hmm. was, like, one of her best friends, one of her best male friends, and he happens to be gay, yeah. but my mom was kind of dying that she had a man of honor like she was laughing so hard about it and she's like oh I have to go tell someone that's so funny like a man of honor whereas to me I was just like well he's her close friend yeah like that just makes sense yeah when my sister got married the people allowed at her like bridal stuff were the girls and gays like they were allowed yeah 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 it just seems silly to me to like I think it seems silly to a lot of people from our generation to be like, no, it's girls on the bride's side and boys on the groom's side. Yeah, instead of just like, you have your friends yeah. with you. That's very fair. Yeah. Shifting, shifting gears a bit, I always like to kind of, we've spent you know, most of this time talking about your sexuality mm-hmm. and, and your family's experience as well. But I, I'd like to hear like, is that you know a large piece of your identity when you think of yourself mm-hmm. you know what kind of comes to mind first mm-hmm. i mean it's certainly a part of my identity but i wouldn't say it's it's not something that i, I try and make a big focal point for people mm-hmm. um, evidently since people keep forgetting that i'm bi but um yeah i don't know i i think of myself as i have a math degree you know i think i'm pretty smart I probably talk too much about politics. <laughs> I uh, listen to a lot of podcasts, like yeah. to read. 
I like to sing. Actually, yeah. singing is probably a really the biggest part. I sing a lot. Okay. And I commit to singing a lot. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like I sang at the wedding yesterday. Yeah. And I sing in choirs, and I'm in a musical right now because I'm a crazy person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one one thing that just came to mind, and I don't mean to bring it back to okay. sexuality, but um, the idea of like coming out as a as a as a to-do mm-hmm. so people don't mistake you. I had a friend who said like she hated always being asked, you know, you know, is she does she have a boyfriend because mm-hmm. she's a, she's a lesbian and she didn't like mm-hmm. needing to clarify that. Do you find it similar or if someone makes a mistake and, you know, assumes the normativity? Yeah. So I really hate correcting people um, about anything. But <laughs> how 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 do you feel so, when they miss well, judge you or I so it really depends on how like how I feel depends on who the person is Mm. if it's just a stranger I don't care at all um if it's someone that I have to correct (laughs) then I then I care a little bit Mm. because coming out is it's kind of interesting um it's definitely something that like the more you do it the easier it gets Mm. But it's still every time you every time I do it at least I still kind of have a little bit of like a okay, hopefully this person like most of the time I'm not worried but mm. you never know I guess yeah um, it's an interesting experience like I think I feel like everyone should just like experience coming out in some way because yeah. it's I think people kind of take it for granted how difficult it can actually be even after you've done it so many times. Yeah. Because um, you're never done coming out. That's, I think, the thing that people sometimes forget is that you're always going to have to come out to someone else because there's going to be new people in your life all the time. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on and coming out with us. Yeah. I, I very much appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are and be sure to join us next time in The Safe Space. <laughs>